Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Simpin' After Dark, everyone. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza, and I'm back for another episode this week, Solo Dolo. If you tuned in to last week's episode, I kind of talked about what I have been up to outside of Simpin', so you would kind of understand why I've been a little busy, haven't had time to line up any guests, so I hope you guys are enjoying my solo episodes for now. But I do have some special guests next week, which I am very excited for. I'm going to be having the anti-art podcast come on. I don't know if it's to them, for them, um, but I believe it's Ryan and Troy from Anti-Art. So go check them out on Instagram. They do music reviews and just post a lot of like memes, pop culture shit. Um, But yeah, mostly music related stuff. So if you're a fan of music, like every New Music Friday, you're like looking for all the new music and like to read in-depth reviews, then definitely go check them out. Give them a follow and make sure to tune in next week because I have an episode with them. They are from not California. um, So they're actually traveling over here they've been traveling a lot and they're gonna come bless me with the present and do an episode with me because they're gonna be in LA so yeah super excited about that but for today it's just me but I do have a fun one today I've been kind of touching on this topic for a while now I asked a question um if you follow me on Instagram you know I ask questions like on Instagram stories and then when I record I like to like go back and like address it So back in March, I asked everyone if you have ever been in a long distance relationship and if you think they can work, basically. And I got a lot of different responses, so I'm going to go over those. And then uh, more recently, I asked, what do you even consider a long distance relationship? Because, you know, that could be like around the world, across the country, next city over, whatever it is. So I asked you guys that question and I'm going to go over that. And, of course, it wouldn't be Simpin' After Dark without some music. So today I do have a really dope artist that I have um, actually been wanting to do her song. And then I realized it's pretty perfect for this episode, this theme of long-distance relationships. It is Ambre 
I think that's how you say it. I'm so sorry. I always forget to look it up beforehand. But yeah, her music is really great if you enjoy Kehlani and like Sid, that kind of like slow jam, sexy vibe. Um, you will really enjoy her music. And actually what was funny is I went to go look at the music video for The Catch Up. That's the name of the song, by the way. I don't know if I said that already. Um, it's The Catch Up. It was released as like two songs together. It was Alone slash The Catch Up in 2020. It was like the very beginning of 2020, I believe. But I guess Kehlani's music video production company, it's called Honey Shot Productions. They actually shot her video, so... I was like, this makes sense. It's right up the alley. She always comes through with, like, all the freaking bomb-ass visuals. Um, so go watch it. It's really cute. And I guess I'll play a clip just to get everyone on board. I'm in my city. This time you miss me. Cause I'll be moving quick, I know. Okay, yeah, so you understand what I mean. It's a vibe for sure. And it perfectly lining up with the topic like I said she starts off saying I'm out the country you're in New Orleans last time I was there you was in Houston though we keep playing tag but I can't get to you so it's clearly about her and like someone I'm not sure if it's like a steady relationship or just kind of like a fuck buddy or some like a some type of situationship is going on here where they're both traveling a lot. Clearly, she's a musician. She's probably, like, performing different cities, whatever. Other person's also doing their thing. So it's probably a little less relatable to what I'm specifically going to be talking about after I get into this song. Because I guess when most people think long-distance relationships, it's usually, like, one person is, like, at home base, and then the other person has to, or, like, you both are at home base together, right? And then somebody gets a job opportunity is usually what it is, or, like, school, or, like, a family emergency, or, like, your family moves or something. Like, that's usually what, like, happens when people get into long-distance relationships. That's usually, it's one person's here, and then somebody has to leave. In the case of this song, it's, like, they're both. So I feel like that would be a lot harder because it's like you're both doing your own thing and it's not like you could, you know, I have downtime next week so I can go home and I know you'll be there. It's not like that. It's like kind of week to week or like how much ever your life is planned. It's not easy to like keep a relationship going when like you're both freaking booked and busy like that. So it's a uh, this topic is really emotional. It's sad. Like that would suck to just be in love with someone or just like you know, meet someone and then like immediately you guys are just not even able to get to know each other and just have a consistent like vibe going on, you know, it's harder. It's definitely a lot easier now with technology, but it's still hard. It's still hard being away from someone that like you really fuck with. Not easy. So then she says, um, now I'm in the city this time. Don't miss me because I be moving quick. I know. Moving quick. Should have caught you on your freaky shit like when we first linked. So, you know, it's a cute little sexy song. The video is like 
her and another girl and it just gets a little hot and heavy so there's a lot of lyrics like that where um just talking about um i'll just get into it let's see she says tonight i need a repeat you not like them they weak links these bitches do it for a retweet it's pretty hilarious you come for me pulled up when i was sleeping like a fever dream but i'm quite aware so that's super cute um you know, someone pulling up on you when you're sleeping or, like, super tired, and then you get to, like, cuddle together. So whether it's, like, specific, this lyric, not specific, um, like, literal, like someone pulling up on you, you know, like, that morning, sleepy sex, we all like that. Or if it's, like, she says, like, a fever dream, but I'm quite aware, where it's, like, such, like, a rush of emotions and meeting, like, such a dope person that it's just, like, so much. It's intense, like, so many feelings where it, like, feels like it's not real. It's a dream where you're just like, how could this be real? Like, how am I, like, meeting this person right now that's just, like, so fucking amazing, you know? And she says, but I'm quite aware. So it's like she knows what she ha- what she has, but it's just, like, a whirlwind of emotions. That's, like, the best part of, like, falling in love or meeting someone really cool. It's, like, that, like, pre-honeymoon phase. Or maybe it is the honeymoon phase. I don't know. I don't know if there's, like, a difference between it. I think honeymoon phase lasts a little bit longer, which actually I just, like – posted a tweet on um simp and ig about how like we've been fed this idea that the honeymoon phase in a relationship just lasts a certain amount of time and that after that the love just kind of like fades and it's boring after that or whatever and like i used to think that but then i talked to some people and they were like nah like i've been together for years with my person and like that shit doesn't die so i don't know if it's after marriage i don't really know married people I mean, not personally, but I've seen it, you know, like married couples that like still seem like they're head over heels in love with each other. And that's fucking cute. And it should be like that. I think if you let that shit die, it's because you just aren't putting in the effort. And it's probably never just one person's fault. That sounds like it's like up to both of you. But like if the communication starts like lacking, then that obviously is going to happen. Oh, yeah. But like in this case, um, she's talking about like it feels like fever dream but i'm quite aware so i feel like this is like more of like if it's like it feels not sneaky link vibes but just like fuck buddy vibes where it's like someone where it doesn't really get past just like that sexual element but it's like really nice like it's exciting it's new you know it's like lovey-dovey for sure so um that's the vibe and i love it so the chorus is can we catch up can we get a room check out in the morning so that obviously very much goes with like the whole they're traveling so like they have to meet in hotels like there is no home base and like I think the whole element of like getting a room with someone it does keep it very like fresh and exciting and feeling new every time like if you're meeting at like different hotels it's not as easy to like get like comfortable because that's like when like maybe the honeymoon idea starts slipping away which isn't to say that it wouldn't be nice to have, like, a home base, because I definitely would prefer that. Like, it definitely would get old, like, to just be, like, hotel hopping, like, not having anywhere, like, to be, like, comfortable, like, for real. That would suck, especially, like, dating someone where, like, you both don't have, like, somewhere to go consistently. Uh Uh-uh. That relationship is not going to develop very well or quickly at all. It's just going to, like, really slowly develop, you know? But I love just the idea of, like, can we get a room and catch up and then check out in the morning? It's very much like, all right, let's 
fuck. And then um, it'll be nice to catch up, you know, do our thing. And then um, I won't talk to you any longer after that. I'll see you when I see you type vibe. So it's definitely a different type of long distance relationship. But I love the song. And then in verse two, she says, I know the past is the past. And I know whatever is good never lasts forever. Ooh, I love that jaded shit because I'm a jaded ass bitch sometimes. But if you've been through it, you know nothing good ever lasts. You know, there's, like, so many sayings about that. Like, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And that seems very on point for, like, this case where it's, like, they have a good thing. But is it really going to last when you're just, like, catching up to, like, fuck and cuddle for the night and then check out in the morning? Like, see you when I see you? No, that's not going to last forever. Because eventually, like, if you're doing that just for, like, the excitingness of it, that's going to get old too it's either like cut it off and it ends or you develop that relationship and then it kind of ends in a different way because like you can't stay in this like fever dream era forever you know it sounds cool but like that's not how it works and then she ends verse two with like a cool little play on words she says um I ain't scared of you, got no fear, I be moving quick, I know, you say I'm always tripping, not like a vacation, I stay on my fly shit, oh, okay, that's dope, so she's for sure, like, all about that, like, sexy, like, sensual vibe, like, all her music has, like, that same feel, it's really dope, um, like I said, very reminiscent of, like, Kehlani and Sid, and I love both of them, I've, done sit a couple times and Kehlani like two or three times on this podcast so you know this is right up my alley so that's pretty much the song um go listen to it check her out and uh then we're gonna get into some more relatable type long distance relationship shit because I'm definitely not a musician traveling all the time with my musician bae that's also traveling you know maybe some of you out there are so that song could be relatable for you. But um, for me, I got some shit lined up that more of us can get behind. I got some like articles and stuff like that because, you know, I love me some statistics and tips and all that. So um, there's this, um, I guess, account or something on YouTube. What is it called? Like a page, whatever. They're called uh, Psych2Go. Like P-S-Y-C-H, the number two, and then go. Um, They have a bunch of like mental health and like self-help type videos. I love watching that shit. Just like they have it on like everything, like anxiety, depression, um, attachment styles, all that stuff. So I found some cool ones about long distance relationships. There's one called seven stages of a long distance relationship. So I'm gonna get into that. And then there's another one like uh, six tips on maintaining long distance long distance relationships so i'm gonna get into that too right after um yeah but before that actually let's get into these ig responses because i've been holding onto them for months now and i'm excited to go over them because there's some pretty funny ones all right so i had asked and like all this um got sparked because of a tweet like most of the content on this podcast i'm on twitter and like i see shit all the time that i want to just talk about so someone had tweeted it was um at jack frost eight it's random uh it says long distance relationships don't work dot 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 it's like the like 
uppercase, lowercase letters, like the like SpongeBob meme that was going around, like when you're like mocking someone, kind of like a mocking voice, you know? So he says, long distance relationships don't work. He says, dot, dot, dot. Motherfuckers be in the same city and shit don't work either. I was like, damn, that's a good ass point. That is a good ass point. And actually, when I was like reading all these like articles and different stuff about long distance relationships, it kind of changed my mind. Where, like, I feel like it could work. Because, you know me, I'm jaded. Um, I don't think long-distance relationships are a good idea. Like, I wouldn't want that for myself. I think it's really hard. Like, really hard. High maintenance. Um, but after reading some of the stuff, it kind of has, like, a little silver lining. You know, like, it's not all bad. There's pros and cons to everything. So, it kind of, like, swayed me the opposite way. I'm not sure exactly, like, how I feel, like... I still wouldn't want that, but, like, now I'm not, like, super against it, you know? Like, there's definitely some pros. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, okay, so I asked everyone on Instagram, have you ever done long distance or do you think it could work? Um, someone said, I did and it was shit. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. And that was like the first response. And I was like, I agree. I agree. I've never really, like the longest like distance relationship I've done was like close to an hour and it did suck it was like more like 45 minutes but it did suck like I hate the distance I hate not like being able to like just like drive down the street or like having to deal like with traffic especially depending on where you're located like if it's like LA and like San Bernardino County or something like the traffic depending on what time of the day it is going in certain directions is horrible it'll turn your like 45 minute drive into like almost two hours or two hours or more sometimes it really depends it's not fun um but my experience with long distance was more it was definitely short term um I had planned like a trip it was like a one month trip with my girls and like Europe and I had I was single at the time but when the trip finally came around because it was like a year later because you got to plan that shit of course um, I was in a relationship and like I was so sad to leave my boyfriend at the time because like we were pretty fresh and it was like that like nice butterfly era like honeymoon stage quote unquote 
I don't know how I feel about that word anymore, honeymoon stage. But it is what it is. Everyone knows what that means. So I'm going to keep saying it for the sake of this episode. And yeah, it sucked. Like, I remember, like, I probably cried one of the nights. Like, girls get emotional, okay? Like, when you miss your boo, like, you can get moody, sad as fuck, like, overreact to shit. Just, like, super emotional. Like, he was in his feelings, too, obviously. Like, me being across, like, the world. It's not fun when you're, like, in a new relationship, especially. Um, That's happened to me a few times with trips that I plan before I'm, like, with someone. And, yeah, it sucks. So I can't imagine doing it for, like, a year or, like, several months or, like, not knowing, like, a set date of when we're going to get to see each other and be, like, back together, reunited, back to, like, consistently seeing each other. So I get it. I get it. And then someone said, I definitely feel that if both are willing to make it work, they can 100% do it. So I definitely agree with that because, like, if the effort is one-sided, it's, yeah, that's exhausting for the person that's putting in all the work. It's discouraging just, like, realizing, like, do they even give a fuck? Because it seems like I'm the only one trying here, you know? Uh, someone said it works been there done it effort and commitment is all that's needed damn you make it sound so easy like that's all you need no big deal um I agree that's all you need but that just made it sound super super easy I guess it takes like probably two really mature adults that are really comfortable in the relationship where like the trust is solid as fuck Because if there's been any, like, previous incidents where, like, the trust is questionable, I don't think it could be that easy, you know? Um, Then someone said, yeah, me for a year, uh, Tucson to Irvine. I'm not really sure where all that is. Uh, I know where Irvine is. I don't know where Tucson is. But then they said, we broke up when I moved back to California. Could work, though. Oh, Tucson. Tucson. That sounds familiar. Texas, maybe? I have no idea. Um, I was actually reading something about how, like, long-distance relationships, I think it's, like, 60% of them or something like that work. And then there was another statistic that said, like, when people go from long-distance to finally being, like, more, like, geographically close together again, that, like, 37% or something like that break up after. That's insane. Like, imagine, like, doing all that work, all that maintenance, and then you move back together and you break up. I get it because it's like such a like shift in dynamic like going from not seeing each other you probably get used to it at a certain point like you be comfortable like you become comfortable with that and then being back to like close together you probably it's hard like you have a lot of independence when you're long distance and then coming back together getting used to like spending more time together and like having to check in more I guess especially like if you're dealing with like before like there was a difference in time zones and then now you're in the same time zone you're more available available to talk now that's got to be hard and then someone said I met a guy in France and we tried to talk after I got back home but it's very hard um I was like that's the final boss of long distance um sounds rough that's different time zones yep so yeah time zones across the world like different countries I feel like that's more rare for like long term maybe for like if you're studying like super abroad which that's got to be hard. Oh, my God. I just seen something. I don't remember if it was TikTok or Twitter. But it was like a scene from maybe a Disney show or Nickelodeon or one of those like little like 
Hannah Montana type shows like Victorious or that whole era, I, I think, where it's like this uh, girl and a guy, their boyfriend and girlfriend, and they're like talking and he's like, I'm going back to blah, 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 or like I'm going somewhere for college. And she's like, she gets pissed and he's like, why aren't you happy for me? She's like, I don't want you to leave. Like you just got home from blah, blah, blah. And I'm leaving again. And like, of course, it makes her look like the villain because it's like you should support your partner. But I 100% get it. That would suck to, like, wait for someone to come back. And then they're like, I'm dipping out again. I would fucking cry. That's hard. Like, you got to, like, renegotiate like that. It's like a contract. Like, I, I couldn't do something where it's uncertain like that, where you don't have, like, a set date on when we're going to, like, be back on track. And it's, like, funny because I just talked last week's episode about how you shouldn't give up, like, opportunities for yourself um, for a partner. Like, if some if, like your partner is like, nah, you can't do that. I don't want you to do that. Um, I said like, no, you should do whatever makes you happy. Cause like what happens if you break up basically, you know? And, um, somebody, Oh, young student loans replied and was like, I would turn down an opportunity if my partner was uncomfortable with it. Like if it made them uncomfortable, I don't know if that's a hundred percent how he feels or if he's just trying to be like the contrary and always looking at shit from different sides. Either way, I, I appreciate that because it did make me look at it. Uh, um, different perspectives too and I agree like there's it's a nuanced um, situation because you never know like when I'm talking most most of the time when I'm talking and asking questions I'm kind of in a vacuum like picturing like it's a solid relationship you know like if it's a solid relationship and an opportunity happens your partner should support you right but that's not how it is all the time like sometimes there's previous like fuck-ups in the relationship where like somebody does something to ruin the trust so yeah like say somebody like you caught them like talking to a girl or like they went out without you and then like you found out that they were like talking to a girl or got a girl's number or something which like fuck that shit i would break up with someone but um say you stay together and now an opportunity comes up or he's going away to college or something happens or he has to go to go to like some event and he's going to be around a bunch of girls and it's like um really sir you're gonna do that after what the fuck you just did like you acting slimy and now you want to like go be around a bunch of girls like when this trust still needs to be worked on that's like a situation where like it should be talked about and like if you're the one that fucked up you should probably be more understanding as to why your partner feels uncomfortable with you doing these things or like pursuing this opportunity or whatever it is um so I get it but yeah like going away to college and shit that's got to be so hard I don't know what the statistics are for college but I know it's like pretty high for people that go to college that's one of the main reasons people do end up in long distance relationships but this whole meeting someone in France thing just, like, cracked me up. Because, like, for sure, like, what do you talk about with, like, someone you meet, like, across the country and then you go back home? Like, you have very limited, like, experience together, like, memories and stuff to talk about. So, like, eventually it's going to, that conversation's just going to, like, be very mundane. Just, like, what's up? How's your day? What are you doing? Over and over. Like, you know, that shit gets boring. And then someone said, depends on commitment and how much distance to effort ratio there is. So that's a really good answer because um, for sure, it's all about ratios. Like if you're this far away and like you're not even fucking trying, you're not setting up like dates when you're going to see each other or like setting up FaceTime dates or whatever it is, 
happen. That's not going to fly. Like, that relationship is going to end super quick, super quick. Like, there's the whole idea of the absence. That absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's That's a way to look at it, um, which I can see, yeah, like, not seeing your boo for a little bit makes you miss them to a degree, like, to a certain point, you know? Because I think after a while, it's kind of, like, out of sight, out of mind, where it's just, like, if you're not seeing them, it becomes less, like, um, it's not personal anymore. It's harder for you to, like, like, I don't know if anybody else has ever forgot what, like, somebody looks like because you don't see them in so long. I don't know if that's normal, but for me, like, I remember, like, a long time ago, like, I was, maybe it was when I was in Europe. I don't even know. I forgot, like, what my freaking boyfriend looked like because I hadn't seen him in so long. I was, like, trying so hard. It was, like, very brief for, like, five minutes. I had to, like, pull up a picture, but I was, like, oh, my God, that's scary. Like, mm -mm, I don't like that. So I could see how it would be, like, probably more tempting to, like, want to break up and, like, give up. If you're around a bunch of new people and then, like, your other person is somewhere else, you don't see them, you don't feel as close, you don't feel as connected, so you might stop caring about them. I don't know. The love fades. It can happen. And someone said, it can work if both parties actually address their mental health and expectations of the relationship. So, 100%. Because there's, like, so many just, like, mental health, like, disorders, things that can just, like with a relationship in general like when you're close to each other but like if you're on opposite sides of the country different states whatever that shit will definitely take a toll like if you're codependent or you have like anxious attachment style i could see how shit would turn sour and just cause a lot of fights like there could be a lot of jealousy and security and just jumping to conclusions being over dramatic all that shit i get it 100 percent and then that perfectly leads into this response. Someone said, mine did not work because I was raw-dogging life, not addressing my mental health, and ruined it. And, yeah, if you're not addressing none of that shit and just, like, letting all this bullshit pile and it's just like this toxic waste of thoughts and lack of communication or just shitty communication, like, where it's just fights and shit, like, that's, that's going to end the relationship. Because you shouldn't have to deal with that if you're, like, on the other end, too. Like, if you decided together, like, all right, this is going to work. And, like, say, like, I'm going away. And then, like, my partner is, like, it'll be fine. And then I go away. And then, like, any opportunity I get to, like, make friends or go out, they're, like, freaking out. Or, like, they stop talking to me because they're dealing with their own shit in their head and they don't know how to communicate. That's not, like, the ideal situation for a relationship to thrive at all. And then someone else said, if it's with the right person, I think it's possible, but my ex made it an opportunity to cheat. Yeah, that's rough. I hear stories or, like, read about shit, you know, on Twitter all the time about, like, people that will do, like, surprise, um, like, road trips to go visit their significant other in, like, college or whatever city they moved away to for a job or whatever it is, and, like, they'll pull up and then they find them there like with another person like cheating lord lord i would be in jail can you imagine driving across the freaking country or to like a different state or just driving for hours any far drive i don't like driving so if i have to drive 45 minutes and i find my person cheating 
people will die. That's a joke. But, like, if you're not feeling it anymore, just cut it off. Just tell the person. Like, if you meet someone, which that just, like, ugh, breaks my heart. Like, because for, I know, anxious attachment styles, that's something that happens a lot. Is, like, you're always worrying that your partner is going to meet someone. Like, anything they do, that's why you freak out. Because you're like, what if they meet someone that they like more than me or whatever. So, I can imagine long distance with someone with anxious attachment style. And I'm pretty sure that's what I have. And that's why I literally don't think I could do it. Because I would just, like, drive myself insane. I couldn't do it. Like, I'm already an overthinker. My mind's always in, like, overdrive. Um, yeah, so, no. One call that, like, they didn't answer. And I would just be, like, flipping the table, freaking out. All right, so let's get into these psych-to-go YouTube videos. The first one is seven stages of a long-distance relationship. And I love just, like, seeing, like, a breakdown list of, like, topics that everyone knows about, but, like, you never think of it. Like, it reminds me of, like, the stages of, like, mourning or, like, Alcoholics Anonymous or something where it's, like, a list, you know? It just makes it easier for, like, your brain to process because if it's just, like, an idea out there, it's easy to, like, get freaked out by it. But, like, seeing a list is kind of like having, like, a little, like, blueprint to, like, what to be prepared for, like, a little map you know a guide so number one the first step is the decision so that's like where you decide like okay are we gonna do this or not you know like your partner comes home and they're like I got a job offer in New York and you know like I'm over here in freaking California am I gonna do I want to do that like am I at a point in my life where this is worth it is this relationship worth it do I love him like that how is our trust? Um, do you have a set goal to come home? Yeah, like if it's too many questions in the air, you might freak out and be like, you know what, let's just break up. And that could be like a mutual agreement because like you do have to be understanding if you're the one that's leaving. You can't just expect someone to be there, you know? It's not all a fairy tale. Like logistics do fucking matter in a relationship 100%. So. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Then number two is, okay, so you decided you're going to try it. And um, 
now it's time to part. So number two is parting. So this is where you probably spend a lot of time together because you're like, okay, you're leaving next month and you start like preparing for the loss. So you like want to spend every second together and you start talking about um, your rules, like preparing for the split. So this is where you set your boundaries, which I think this is probably like the most important step because if it's, oh no, like I need, I'm the type of person that like, I need like a blueprint. I need like a contract written up. I need the rules. I need to know what time are you going to call me every day or every other day, whatever it is. Nah, you should call me every day. Like, I don't know. Was that a lot? I don't think, no, I think every night, like with technology, like FaceTime, like I would want a FaceTime every night, but then that changes if there's like time zone differences. Cause then you're both going to be like fucked up sleep schedule and that's not good for anyone either so this is like where like you really have to like put in the effort to like sit down and like talk it out you can't like just take off and leave without like really getting into this step because then for step number three which is transition it's going to be a lot harder because like now you're here you're here they left and what this video kind of talks about is um it kind of takes a while for it to hit you because like you're both settling into like this new thing probably especially for the person that left it's probably going to take them a little bit longer for it to hit them because you know they got a new place gotta unpack train for a job whatever it is like it might take a minute but this is like where the actual long distance relationship begins So you might even be in denial. It says it talks about how like you might not really like see the issues yet or like maybe you're like trying really hard not to let it hit you. It's literally like mourning a loss like there's stages and like you might be in denial for a little bit. But once it hits you, you're going to be sad. So that's why I think like the better prepared you are in the parting stage, um, the better the transition is going to go, you know. So then it goes into stage four, which is realization. So this is a sad one where you're like you start to like process and face the reality and like realize you can't just like call them to come over when you like you want to cuddle or like to come over to watch a movie or like go get coffee together or like to go get drinks to plan a date, whatever you can't like or if you need them to come kill a bug in your house or whatever it is. It's sad as fuck, but like. The video is talking about how it kind of teaches you to be more independent and to be better at your communication. So that's like a little plus, you know, we all need to be independent and learn better communication. So I guess that's definitely beneficial to the relationship. But it's still sad. And then stage five, maybe this is the hardest one, jealousy. And like I've talked about this, how jealousy shouldn't be looked at as like this like illegal emotion that like makes you a bad person or like immature. Like no, it's completely normal and everyone goes through it. And especially in this situation for like long distance relationships, I didn't realize like, oh my God, like imagine you're all fucking sad and then they're out, like they made friends and are not out tonight but you see them post on their story and they're out or they tell you like i'm going out tonight with friends then you see some bitch in the background or something i would lose it i would cry it's sad and like obviously that's up to you to regulate your emotions but it's normal to feel away you know seeing them have fun might make you feel like they don't love me they don't even miss me they don't care 
But they're just trying to like settle into their life. You can't expect them to be sad forever. And eventually you're going to be going out too, maybe one day when they're not out and they're going to be feeling the same way. So it's just learning to like rationalize shit and like just be like reasonable with yourself and with your partner, like not getting mad at them for that. Like if you're going to go through those emotions, like talk to them in a calm manner, like once you're like calmed down, but like you can't be mad at them for having a life like. That's when you talked about boundaries back then, you probably talked about this, which is why I'm saying like that's important because if you didn't like talk about like, oh, I don't want you to hang out with other girls or whatever, which, you know, to each their own, everyone has different boundaries, whatever it is. Maybe you decide to have an open relationship, but it's like, I don't want to hear about it or it's like, I do want to know. There's so many levels to this, man. Another one I didn't think about, too, is, like, if you move away for, like, or if they move closer to, like, a family or, like, friends or, like, they move with their friend or something and becoming jealous that they're spending time with them more than they get to see you. Like, it's, like, weird, but, like, it makes sense. I get it. It's sad. And then number six is doubt, which I'm sure everyone gets there probably at different stages. But you start to wonder, like, can I do this? Like, is this even worth it anymore? Because the longer you go without seeing someone face to face, it just becomes like less personal. You're like, do I love them? Do they love me? So then like it's relationship uncertainty. It's going to happen. It's bound to happen in long distance. So then number seven is validation. So this is where the communication comes in. We're like, if you're good at communicating, this is going to save you. If you're not that stage six the doubt might just end the relationship because for validation you need to like remember like why did we agree to stay together in in the first place you know like the love is there like we can't just like let this distance get into our head or like creep into our like thoughts and like make us think that we don't love each other like we do it's just harder to feel connected right now because we're not like literally connected it's like literally like babies with like moms how like the skin to skin is like important like I think that's also for relationships like if you're not like physically together it's harder to feel close so like it'll definitely take its toll on relationships so you have to be good with like honest communication so that you can hear what you want to hear because if you're not being clear in your feelings and communicating they're not going to know what to say so like I think long distance Long distance relationships really do make relationships stronger in the long run if you make it out. Like, it's definitely make or break, but if you do make it out, like, you're going to be stronger. And then this other video was called Six Tips on Maintaining Long Distance Relationships. So, number one, give them a personal gift to hold on to to remember each other by. That is so cute. So, that could be anything. doesn't have to be, like... An expensive like ring or jewelry it could be like literally like cute stuffed animal like that reminds you of them or like a picture like a framed picture anything but I think that helps with like the whole element of like ke- keeping it personal and feeling close because if you have like something that they gave you there it's like just hug it it's like when like a guy lets you like wear his shirt and like it still smells like him and you're just like holding it in bed anybody else no yeah so number two set routines and learn about each other's schedules so that's like when you talk about time zones and accommodating to each other's availability because like if you have opposite work schedules and time zone differences all that you're literally gonna have to like get in there with like a calendar and like schedule out like okay this 
week or like every other week on this day like i'll stay up till three in the morning to call you because i know that's like eight in the morning for you and you have like an hour of free time that we could talk and like that's why this shit is high maintenance because like it really is a lot of scheduling and planning but like without that it's not gonna work because then you're like not gonna talk like imagine weeks go by and you're not talking i would be like are we even together anymore like did you forget about me oh hell no and then number three says to build trust and try not to jump to conclusions or assume the worst. Oh, I know that's got to be hard. Speaking for myself and for anyone out there, because interruptions do happen. Like imagine like you're like looking forward to like Tuesday night to talk. You finally are going to get to FaceTime. And then it's like six o'clock for him or something. And then like he's at work and he has to stay longer. So then you're waiting because at like whatever time in an hour you have to go somewhere else now you don't get to talk again for another week i would freak the fuck out like cry because obviously i'd be heartbroken and i'd be mad like anyone it's normal like you get mad like when you miss someone but like these things happen and that's when you just need to like learn to trust them like if they haven't done anything to like prove to you like that they're cheating or talking to someone or that they're blowing you off to like be with someone else then you just really need to, like, trust them. That's what's going to save long-distance relationships is trust. Like, if you don't have trust, that shit is never going to work because it's way too easy to get into your head and, like, fill in the blanks and, like, assume the worst. And if they're taking forever to answer, just, like, driving yourself crazy, like, trying to figure out, like, why? Like, why isn't this working out? Like, why are they blowing me off? Or, like, why aren't they answering? Or, like, why do they keep canceling? Whatever. Like, you know, like, life happens. Like, shit happens. But you just need to be understanding. And then it says number four, it's not about how often you talk to each other, but about consistent quality communication. So, you know, basic uh, quality over quantity. Like, it's probably better to talk once a week or every other day versus all day every day. But it's, like, boring, nothing substantial, like it's definitely more important to like get deep with each other like you gotta like ask each other like maybe like details about like your life that you don't talk about that just makes you feel like you're closer to them like anything that can like feel mundane to you and I know that kind of like blurs with like the whole like oh how was your day oh good yours like the boringness of that but like you got to find like the right like balance between like you know, like, wanting to know what's going on in their life to, like, make it feel personal and, like, not just asking the same basic shit. Like, ask questions. Get into, like, some existential shit. Talk about the future. Like, back to, like, when you're getting to know someone and you're just asking a bunch of questions. You know, that cute shit. Just keep it meaningful because if not, it's going to get boring. And then number five says to make time to see each other but know that every visit may not be ideal. So it was talking about, like, imagine you book a flight to go see them and then your flight gets delayed and it ruins your plans because you were supposed to do xyz and like now you're upset and basically just don't let it ruin your time like do not let it get to you because like if you show up and you're like all butthurt or like upset that your plans got ruined now the rest of the day is going to be ruined because you got a stank ass attitude like no you got to enjoy your time together it's gonna go by very quickly and what it also was talking about which I think is really important is like realizing like for the person that is like flying out 
like you're probably going to be tired. Like you may have made all these fun plans because you're like, oh my God, I want to do this, this and that. And the other person's like looking forward to it, but you're too tired. Like they need to understand, you know, that you're tired. And like for me, I'm definitely more of like the tired one. I'm like a homebody. So like, honestly, if I was long distance with someone, I would literally just want to like lay in bed with them, like cuddle, watch movies, like stay in the house the whole time, just order food. But, you know, to each their own. But that's where, like, you have to talk about things before. But no matter what, like, just make sure it's a good time. Just try not to fight and just enjoy your time together because it's going to be over in the blink of an eye. And you're going to be sad when you go home and realize you wasted it being dumb, you know? I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras. And Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Number six just says, embrace the challenges together. Um, insecurities make it the best of you and make you want to break up, but just focus on why you wanted to stay together in the first place and remember that it's temporary. So that's where like, I was like, is it temporary? Cause some people like that freaking Hannah Montana ass show. Imagine, no, like I would be really pissed and I think it would be valid to be pissed. Like, cause if I was going to like be like, all right, like a year or like six months for school, like a semester or whatever. And then they were like, yeah. And then after that, like, that's it. I graduated or I'm transferring or whatever. Like if we said one thing and then you come back and now it's turning into six more months, like I'm going to be rightfully pissed because for me, I was like willing to sacrifice that much of my time to wait for you and for you to just go back on what you said and then like keep me on hold. That's not really fair. Like, I understand, like, shit happens, but I hope it's, like, a mutually, like, understandable, like, thing that, like, we're breaking up after that because, like, I'm not waiting any longer. That sucks. Like, I guess it depends, like, how long you've been with someone, too, because, like, if you've been together for, like, five years and it's, like, all right, fine, you come this far. But, like, if it's, like, you've been with someone for, like, a year or a few months or something, that's probably harder to, like, be willing to do long distance, but... I think if you both want to, you can definitely make it work. But having, like, a hard out, like, being, like, all right, I'm down, but, like, six months, that's it. And then, like, we're going back to normal or I'm I'm out. Like, I can't do this forever. Like, that's not – I didn't sign up for this, like, non-conventional relationship. Unconventional, whatever. Then I wanted to add my own advice because, like, there was no talks about, like, phone sex or anything because, like, let's be real, like, you have to, like, have some sex life, even if you're not together. So um, definitely scheduling FaceTime calls, like, anything like that. Sending each other videos or pictures throughout the day. Just keep it exciting. Keep them on their toes. And then this is, like, a little out there. So um, whatever, though. 
you know, like get a pocket pussy if your girlfriend's pussy or their dick or whatever, a mold, like a dildo, whatever. And then like FaceTime, sex, use those. I think that'd be cute because then it's like you're having sex basically. And then back to the PG shit. You could stream movies together. You know, technology luckily makes shit easier. You know, there's like those apps where you can like watch movies at the same time. Like you both click play and then you just like talk through it together, I believe. Or like at least like text each other at the same time, whatever it is. And also take it a step further. Make the same snack. Pretend you're sharing, you know. I know. That's cute. And then basically just kind of what I've been talking about and what some of the other videos mentioned, like having a clear timeline and blueprint of like how long this is going to happen for and what's going to happen if, if things change. Oh, and then I think really importantly also is to set clear boundaries to avoid emotional cheating. Because like if you're with someone that's just like very um, friendly or whatever and they make friends with someone and they start spending time a lot with them and you start to have your suspicions um that's where it's gonna come in handy to have talked about those boundaries beforehand so I mean even if you didn't like if you're not comfortable like speak up like and that's totally valid because if they're spending more time with someone than they are with you clearly because you're far as fuck away then that can turn into emotional cheating like they're gonna be probably complaining about how much they miss you and then like comforting each other see like I can't do this my head goes everywhere yeah so that's all like tips and stages and just shit to like um, break it down for you because I feel like for me I'm someone that like if it's if something's broken down into like a list or whatever it's better and I'm pretty sure that's just how the human brain works in general like if we can like separate things into like categories or whatever it's easier for us to like process so I think it's helpful and I also asked um just because I was curious, like, what you guys consider to be long distance in, like, a relationship, like, either, um, like, travel time-wise or, like, distance, and most people talked about, like, um, driving, and it was pretty, like, the consensus was, like, I think an hour plus, I think some people said two hours plus, um, someone said 45 minutes, I get it, like, I'm the same, like, I don't like driving far, I don't know, it's not that far, but like I said, it depends on like your work schedules. Like if you guys have got opposite work schedules and it's that far, that's going to take an even bigger toll. So it just depends. But um, I think someone said 85 miles, which is very specific. I guess that's probably like an hour and a half driving. So yeah, that's understandable. I think two hours is way too much for me. I don't think I could do more than an hour. Because yeah, it definitely takes its toll, especially if your relationship is like barely developing like you just met or whatever or if it's like the whole issue with trust like if your relationship's not solid definitely wouldn't recommend it so um just be smart going into it like be like realistic like if there's been cheating that has happened before it's gonna drive you crazy don't do it if there's like no definitive time when like they're gonna move back to you I don't think I would recommend that either. It's just up in the air. I don't like that. No, I need to know. Like, what are we doing? I like plans. All right. So then, of course, just to wrap everything up, I got some tweets that just tie into everything, obviously, because this dude pissed me off on Twitter. This was uh, literally a few days ago at Farda underscore Alfonso with the PH said he tweeted the motherfucking audacity 
he said, not telling your girlfriend you put in for annual leave so she don't try and take that same day off and try to spend the day with you with like the greater than symbol. Um, I was a little triggered because that's super fucked up. And that tweet in itself wasn't why I was like triggered because like I know there's assholes out there. Like I know there are shitty partners. Like I know that a lot of men don't fucking even like their partners. Like people are just with you sometimes because especially specifically for men, I think they like to like date girls that make them look good to their friends or whatever. Like having just like arm candy or like their personal therapist or their personal maid or chef or caretaker because a lot of men do take advantage of women for what they have to offer quote unquote what they have to bring on the bring to the table that whole conversation which is another conversation in of itself and I'm not even going to get into that but um what pissed me off was all the freaking responses because a lot of people were like okay like if you hate your partner why are you with them so somebody was like the laughter I'm getting from the amount of girls that think this equates to hating your partner like where are you confused this literally does because like if you're purposely not telling someone that you're off from work just so that you don't so they don't try to see you you don't like them and the reason I wanted to talk about this tweet with this is because like people in long distance relationships like wish they could see each other and like you're over here like trying to avoid your partner like people literally try to make it work with someone when they can't see them and you're over here, like, having the opportunity to see them, and you're just, like, dodging, you know? And then someone else said, son, this tweet is jokes, but women will never understand that lying will always be easier than telling them the truth. Men go through this. We tell the truth, shit blows up. We lie, and shit goes smoothly. We don't want to, we don't want to do it, but it's real. Lying makes our life simple. So that's just um, why you shouldn't trust men. I'm just kidding. I know there's freaking people on twitter that just say shit and have to like remind myself people just try to like act this way for clout or like for the retweets the engagement but it just pisses me off because i there's too many there's too many men agreeing with this it's one thing to like say something for the engagement but then seeing how many retweets it gets and how many people like agree that's like when you realize like yeah you may have said it as a joke but the fact that 7.4 thousand people like this tweet and 5,000 people are retweeting it like thinking that's funny I don't think that's funny I think that's fucked up to string someone along and to lie about being off so that you don't have to spend time time with them like just break up fuck then I do have a couple of other tweets that tie into this at underscore underscore ayo breezy said make sure the person you're choosing over everybody choosing you too and like I agree because like if you're going out of your way to like be available for someone because you want to spend time with them make sure that they're not over here like not telling you about their days off so that they could avoid spending time with you like imagine putting in all that effort to like clear up your schedule make some time block out some time for someone like turning down plans with someone because you have plans with someone and then you find out that they're like dodging you or like yeah like it's so fucked up like you gotta be so careful because they're real there are real life evil villains out here like be careful like make sure that you're as important to someone as you're making them in your life 
like one of the responses I read earlier about like making sure that the effort to commitment ratio is right. Like that applies to not just long distance, but to everything. Like if your commitment to the relationship and your effort to spend time together is up here and like their commitment to you is down here and their effort to see you is down here, that is going to fucking break your heart in the long run. And it's just not worth it to be with someone like that. Like if you can't feel that they want to be with you, trust that feeling, dump them. And then one last tweet at J0Vintage said, feeling safe is my love language. Emotional safety is such an important thing to me in this stage of my life. And that perfectly just sums up all of this. I think as long as emotionally you feel safe and taken care of, you can get through anything in a relationship. Like the pros will always outweigh the cons. But like if you don't feel safe, like that long distance relationship is going to be hell. Making it work with that person that isn't putting in the same effort, it's going to be hell. It's going to break your heart. So avoid that. Trust your gut. If they're not like showing you that they fuck with you like that, then don't even like put in the effort. Like why go above and beyond for someone? Like why do all this emotional labor for someone that doesn't care about you or your feelings or making you feel safe in the relationship? that's trash like don't deal with that there's people that would love to be with you go be with them all right thank you guys for sticking around that was a fun one um i knew i was gonna get my feelings about that because that's gotta be so hard long distance relationships props to anyone that has gone through it um and you're just showing people that it could work so i love that because my jaded ass i'm like hell no i'm not going through that i would never put myself in that situation somebody did say that they're like when i asked about like what do you consider like distance wise or time wise long distance and they were like first of all i would never put myself in that situation but second of all whatever they said but yeah i also would try to avoid that but you know it happens and like you know sometimes you got to roll with the punches and if you love with some you love if you love someone then yeah you're gonna do it like for sure but that's when like the whole emotional safety and all that comes in like if they're choosing you the way you're choosing them if they're making you feel safe the way you want to make them feel safe then hell yeah of course like you don't want to throw a relationship away if it's like all good but that's why it's got to be like a perfect relationship not perfect relationship but just how I was talking about earlier, like a solid relationship in a vacuum. Like usually when I'm talking about things, it's, you know, from the perspective of my own experience or what I've heard or what I see on the internet, social media, all these things I read, statistics, all that. Like there's so many different scenarios and like don't ever let what I say like steer you from making a decision that makes you happy, you know? Like whatever works for you, do that. Um, but yeah, make sure to tune in next week for the episode with Anti-Art. And shout out to Wild 7 Studios for hosting Simpin' After Dark always. Shout out to Nightshade Collective. Make sure to follow me, Simpin' After Dark, at um, Twitter. At Twitter. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Simpin' After Dark. Uh, you can follow my Simpin' After Dark playlist on Spotify. And uh, follow me at Ash underscore Friday underscore. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.